things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday, <laughs> Platinum McCool. What's up? What's up? Today's going to be a good day. I just got yeah. some stuff. I just feel like you and I are going to be probably at odds with one another today. So it's well, all making for a good thing. may the Lord be with you. May the Lord also be with you, mm-hmm. as they say in Catholic Church. Yeah. You hear that, Elvis? <laughs> and you also might be coming with home with me tonight, Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel it. Uh, so we'll get some housekeeping out of the way and then we're going to let everybody know why we got all the money put on the table. Dana's going to announce something over here. So housekeeping is everyone, please. It's the end of the year. We're going to get, we're getting ready to come into the new year. Do not forget that you can always follow us on YouTube. We got the Smoking Truth podcast on mm-hmm. YouTube. You can always follow us on Facebook, which many people like to do actually, because yeah. I guess our crowd's a little older. So they, def- they prefer Facebook. Facebook yep. So we try to do as much as we can on Facebook and I try to post here and there. And um, a lot of people, you can't see it on Facebook, but a lot of people follow us on just the podcast listening. So you don't see that tab on YouTube. Yeah, so a lot. So we yeah. hear people, more people hear us than see us. Yeah, exactly. So that's another thing too, which means what then, folks? It means that you can always catch us on all the major uh, podcast platforms like Spotify, Podbean, and whoever else is out there. Yep. So that also doesn't get accounted for. So just once again, we're out there. We're, we're doing this not just for us so we can go ahead and, and, and banter and get it off our, get it off our, our, our you know, out of our bodies, whatever it is that we want to do, right? Uh, but it's also for you all because uh, it's good to know what's going on around Volusia County. For those of us live, who live in Daltona, it's good to know what's going on in Daltona and whether you're frustrated or not, but we want to express those frustrations and also we want to highlight some good things that happen from time to time from around yep. the county. Uh, but that means we're also going to highlight some things that we think are probably wrong or at least at a bare minimum, we should have conversations on and looked into. Um, so at that's important. Minimum. And and keep in mind, remember, always remember that, you know, Dana and I are not always going to agree, and it's okay. We're two different parties. But at the end of the day, when I leave here, the show, even if today we may get hot at each other, I'm Why leaving here. Why are we going to no. get hot? You've been saying that since you walked in today. Like, oh, what's yeah, up? because I already know. I have an idea what you want to talk about. And there's something else I saw that came across my eyes today. You people at the city, boy. I'm going to get into that in a minute here. Um, uh, are you talking about the one thing that you saw read on Barker today? Yeah. Okay, I, let's get into that. Yeah, we're let's in, do, yeah, shall let, we? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. You know what the, you know what the French Mr. call that? You know what the, French, you know what the French call that? What? What the French call certain people? Les incompetents. Yeah. All right, and we have one of those at the city. Anyways. Go for it, brother. So, with that said, folks, please do not forget to follow, forget to follow us. I mean, hey, look, OG even goes to the um, goes to, you know to the process of putting the, the little graphics up on the YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Money to subscribe and you know notify and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. there you go. Okay, that is what I have as far as the um, that nonsense getting out of the way. And I got trusty Elvis. And you probably want to ask me who my love is today. Who's your lover? Well, so my son got this for me for Christmas. Well, this line, the H Upman, right? Mm-hmm. He got it for me, and so I grabbed something out of the box today because I was like, you know what? And I hadn't had this one. It's a little on the spicy side. Um, but there was another one like called Bankers something or other or whatever, mm-hmm. and I liked that one as well too. But I grabbed it, but I just added my for my son. Um, but I thanked him very much for buying me a bunch of cigars for Christmas. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I just took this one out of the box and I decided I wanted to smoke it today. So there nice. You go. It's uh, H Upman. It's the eighteen forty four Nicaragua. Nice. There I'm smoking a Pestaña, Connecticut Segunda. Oh. So second, but still good. Yeah, but oh, it was still amazing. Was that Segunda. the one? Was yeah. that the one that was just rated um, on Half Wheel? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Go ahead. Wait. Can you take it away, OG? Tell us. Give us the oh, thing right. Right. about the about half wheel and the Connecticut. 
Oh, I don't have it here in front of me. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It got a 91, I believe. Yeah. It's easy peasy. Which, it's my which very is really cigar. high for them. No, it, it is. is. It's a very, this, is a, this is a great cigar. I always, I, I, listen, everybody can use, so we'll finish out the year this way. So everybody knows that on this show we smoke, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. We always try to let you know the different types of cigars just, we're smoking. So that way, if you're interested, you can go ahead and, and grab them. What I will tell folks who are out there um, who may not be familiar with some of this stuff, like I don't get into the, the, the nitty gritty details. I leave that for guys like Mike and Mike and uh, and and Mike and Mike and Greg and everybody else, right? <laughs> and to get all into the details and all that stuff, yes. I will just tell you that generally speaking, folks, if you go to a store and you see that there's a 90 plus rating on a cigar, generally speaking, it's going to be a, a just a good a good smoke. Obviously, the higher I've seen some, I smoke some at 95 and better. Or 95, but generally speaking, but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you don't have a rating on a cigar, it's not a good cigar. There are plenty of cigars out there that don't have ratings. You just got to get out there and try them, and ultimately, it's up to your palate, right? It's like yep. smoking. It's like drinking fine wine or drinking a good beer, whatever the case may be. If you're into micro brews and all that other stuff, your palate will determine what it is ultimately you're smoking. And so, but generally speaking, so that plus that you got getting a 91. Two kudos to them. That's awesome. Yeah. Cheers. That's great stuff. So I want to get right into the reason we have all the money sitting out here is because it's our end of the year show. Yes, ma'am, it is. And this is the last show of the year. And yep. with that being said, we will start out fresh in 2024 with the cuss jar, all of these proceeds here, which I'm going to say is between uh, 150 and $160 okay. here. I, I think that that's what that's going to be. We'll yep. have the next at the next podcast. Yeah, well. Because we'll. I just didn't get in early enough to, I was running my mouth. I didn't get in early enough to count it, but that's what I think. Mm. And I wanted to let you know the, um, oh, shoot. I wanted to let you know that we are sending this to, drum roll. We are giving this this year to Deltona Strong. Good. Reason being, Deltona Strong is a charity of choice. Remember Mm. to mention Neighbors Helping Neighbors is under the umbrella as well. Between what they do for social services and communications, the leader, Troy, does the investigative and and presents impactful data. Um, Layla for helping with Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Brandy White, same thing, helping with physical labor requests. That's older people needing um, fences fixed, painting, wheelchair ramps, those kind of things. Neighbors Helping Neighbors, who is a part of Deltona Strong, does that. Tara D'Erico, helping with last-minute food requests and active in community support needs. Marcy, running the community gardens. Deltona Strong fulfills a much-needed community resource need. Yes. So they Deltona Strong is a kind of a gap in, in between mm. all And so of I'm going to lend something here, Dana, because I feel I have to – I, I don't have to justify it, but I feel like I want to, though. Okay. Because I know you're connected. You have strong um, connections and ties to Deltona Strong for a number of years. Yep. And I believe you were actually one of its founders, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So I want to understand this. So when we talked about this, she came to me. She's like, hey, Erica, you okay with you know giving the money at the end of the year with, um, for Deltona Strong? And I said, yes, absolutely. Let me tell you the reasons why. Take her connection out of it for just a moment here. Folks, Deltona Strong, there's a lot that they do. And sometimes the folks within Deltona Strong give of their own pockets. They don't have to, but they do. So if by everybody swearing this year, right, and we in some way can help um, Deltona Strong, um, which is one of our local nonprofits here in Deltona, help a couple families or help a few folks get along during this holiday season or coming into the new year, I'm all for it 100%. So I'm, I'm good. My Thank dear. you for I, that. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that support because, yep. uh, you know, I, I did help um, – create Deltona Strong with a very, and this was before I was elected with, um, I've been service oriented my whole life. And I stepped down as president Mm. and CEO of Deltona Strong once I 
was put into office because I didn't want any appearances yeah. of impropriety. Yep. You know what I mean? So Deltona Strong is has a cross-section of volunteers that run across the socioeconomic lines. It runs across political lines. Um, and remains, they remain non-committal to any partisan politics. Yeah. They stay out of that stuff. So yeah. they're very good support. So this money will be going to them. We'll cut them, you know, give this to them, and they will use it how they best see fit, whether yep. it's for supplies, gas money, because they do a lot of running around town. They support domestic violence victims, yeah. uh, giving them hotels to stay in. You know, the Sheriff's Department calls up on Deltona Strong for things. So it's a non, it's a non-issue for me. Last at? year's recipient was Nitty Gritty Ministries, who also provides help throughout the city of Deltona. So thank you very much for that. So I'm pulling out some money over here. So just so everybody understands, right? So if you're a domestic violence person, right? Someone who's a, who's, who's the battered individual, correct? You know, probably right here, about 45, 50 bucks right here. If that person needs one night in a, in a, in a motel somewhere just to kind of get away until they figure out this right here is going to help that person maybe. And, and she may have kids as well. Um, that's going to help them for at least one night. So I want everybody to understand that. So that's yep. why they're doing what they're doing. And, and so this way they don't have to always pull out of their pockets, which I know they, I know you all do from time to time personally, mm -hmm. um, in order to help out. And once again, this fit, same $50 over here could go towards helping pay for a couple items. I know inflation's out there, but this could pay for a couple items for a family who's yep. in dire need, especially this time of the year, uh, as we're coming into the new year. So yep. Yep. there you, you go. It. That's it. That's um, all I got. I love it. <laughs> so end of the year show, I'm just going to let you go because you came in like you were hot. I'm on steroids today, so I'm going to be, and I've, I've made a vow to be more kind and caring. Mm. In 2024, I wrote my manifesto and put it out there uh, as what my goals are that to means be more you understanding. Just, that means you just messed me up. What? Be, be no, you. because I can't, be you. you can't do that. You can't be like, oh, I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. I can see you're hot. And you're like, you know, I'm going to come into, I'm, I'm going to be a, a better, I'm trying to be a better soul. Now I feel bad. Now I'm going to look like a jerk off over here on, the, on you know, sound like a jerk off. Listen, coming here's the thing. Nonsense. I didn't say I was going to be a doormat. I said I was going to be kinder no, to people. No, I don't want to be a doormat. But that means I'm not going to throat punch you today. Okay. All right. So you go for it. <laughs> it's progress, not perfection. All right. Go so, for it. <laughs> so. I had I heard this before, and I thought I read something not too long ago. But then, mm -hmm. obviously, I, I, you know, Mark puts his, Mark Parker puts this thing out every Friday. Yep. And I like to read because sometimes if I miss something in a news journal, something that he may highlight, I kind of go, oh. And sometimes I agree with some of his stuff, and sometimes mm -hmm. I don't. Like obviously, the whole thing with the hotel going up in Daytona Beach. Right. I love it. I don't care about anybody else, and I don't care what the Sons of Beach and everybody else thinks. I don't care. I love it. Um, but I know Mark doesn't like it either, and so I will disagree with Mark and say I that I love I was talking it. with my gr good, great friend, Stacey Cantu, yeah. last week. We had lunch. She, I, and Lori, the the... the the blonde squad. Yeah, a little blonde squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had lunch and we talk, we always talk about things. Uh, yeah. C Commissioner Cantu was gracious enough to take us out to Margaritaville, which I want to say, mm. I had some serious disrespect for Margaritaville because I'm like, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett sold out because he always sung God, about the establishment geez. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I went out there and I'm going to tell you something. I can't, you can't meet a more remarkable group of people out there. They filled that clubhouse, the auditorium up with, with toys for children out of their pockets. Good. And I'm, telling you i uh, went to the veterans uh mm -hmm. home right yeah. or the um oh god what stacy's the veterans barracks of hope yes barracks of hope went out there when uh, i mean I, I was blown away pace that's the, and that's all the that one, that's the one where you got with city deltona helped out with somebody yeah, thank yeah. you kudos to city deltona for doing that please i want to make sure we we're not always an yeah. ass yeah. i know there um, that was cool so, uh, but so anyway yeah. same thing we talked about that Good. she said i love the hotel and yeah. and i'm like i i hate I it but i out of respect she, she for her and her yeah. work i just shut she my mouth she and i talked about it before and i was just 
like, I love the did hotel. Did you tell her to poke no, me? No, no, I did sure? not. No, okay. right. she, listen, the two of you already kind of know how to poke each other, so I'm not going to like, you know, but <laughs> I, listen, to that said, Margaritaville, you know, so you know what Margarita, Margaritaville, folks, Margaritaville folks used to do as well, too? They would also donate monies. Uh, to Mifflin Housing uh, yeah. partnership for that for the yeah. uh, for the home that they had over there, right? For the transitional yep. folks, uh, so they would do that. So there's look, I know it's kind of the, the whole development deal, land development nonsense, whatever the case may be that you know f- folks are angry about. That said, we are where we're at, but there are a lot of good people who are tr- trying to give back in the community yeah. over there. So. And so solid, speaking, yeah. solid, solid yes. people, solid yep. families out there. I love it. It was a great experience. I was very right. humbled by it. And uh, also, listen, if you see Lori, mm-hmm. Lori's the CEO, yep. a family health source. If you you see her looking better that's my responsibility too we were having lunch and she pulled out some old lady glasses you know like the thin ones like you shouldn't wear unless you're 85 and i threw them up they landed in the booth behind us these poor unsuspecting guys having lunch okay but she got the point she's got some hot glasses now so when you see her tell her I'll you let, like I'll her glasses her yeah Lori, wear the hot glasses don't be yeah, wearing something you. old and because she's too pretty for that just i'll be wearing something yeah. you're, you're still young enough don't be wearing yeah. something old and far because stacy can wear them heels that she wears yeah. and, and still be a badass <laughs> Lori. you can keep your glass game up okay? i'll just i'll just tell somebody i'll just tell somebody listen uh, everybody knows. Well, for those people who know Stacy personally, um, obviously Stacy is. Um She's tough. She's she's uh, she's like a little bit of a pit bull when she gets on something, you know, whatever. Whether you yep. agree with her or not, or not, she's fighting to the end. Yep. I'll say this though: <laughs> do not get caught up in the fight because I just look whether she wins or loses. I just got this feeling she's taking off one of them heels and she's gonna knock somebody with it. <laughs> so just be forewarned, folks. That's it. They tell me nothing bad, but I'm just saying, hey, look, you know, he ain't worried about your <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah, I ain't worried about your game. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right, let's uh, go ahead. Tear right. into so, it. So I saw the whole thing on on this. The vote you guys took not too mm-hmm. long ago on on Marsha. Yep. Now I have made it. I made it very clear early on, mm-hmm. uh, especially when this thing, came, this issue came up with the city attorney last year, right? Yep. And voting for the uh, for for Marsha, and yep. I just thought it was a bad, 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 bad idea. Let for, me ask you this: Did your co-host vote for that? For, for that, that last year, you voted against it, I yep. believe. And then, so we'll get into your vote this year. That mm-hmm. said. I will say this, okay, and I had some time to think about it and reflect a little bit about the whole damn thing. Okay. Here's my here's my overall dilemma where okay. we're at in the city of Deltona. Go, go for it. Horrible, 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 horrible city attorney. I'm tired of the I don't knows, I don't know. Well, damn it, you should know. That said, I will also comment on the fact that you know, I have no problem with getting rid of Marsha. I think it's time to get rid of her. Uh, long, way long overdue. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with the city of Deltona. What's your succession plan? There, so there is nothing ever in place for Thank the city you. of Deltona. Thank you. Right? And so we'll see here. Now, now this is what pisses me off the most. Okay. Right? Everybody on that dais, it seems, has their own agenda. So here's the mm-hmm. deal. All right? Yep. They all voted for her because why? I got this feeling that a bunch of them felt like they could go ahead and they could, you know, use and abuse her and, and kind of throw her around and, pull, and just pawn her off, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I remember correctly last year, there was a suggestion made by you to get somebody who I thought was 10 times more qualified uh, having a firm like Cobb and Cole. Yep. But either because it was coming from you mm-hmm. or because others felt, well, we can't really control Cobb and Cole. And I said, well, hell, when you came to me with the idea, I said, well, that's great. Why? Well, hello. They do land development deals all day long. I mean, they're in front of the city like every month, right? Mm-hmm. They're pushing some other new idea about developing something. Yep. Who better to have on your side than the actual guys and gals who were pushing the shit? But I'm crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm so, stupid. So once again, so I hear you. So I was initially, so when I read that, I was like, 
what the hell is mm-hmm. Dana doing? And I was in a pokey at it really hard, man. And mm-hmm. but then I had some time to reflect, and there was a little birdie kind of a little birdie got in my ear, mm-hmm. and kind of reminded me a little bit about this process, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I was just sitting there, kind of going, you know what? But then I I, th- I thought about it more and more, and I go, you know what? This is where we're at. The same thing that happens with city managers. We've been doing this since day one in Deltona, since this city was first incorporated. It's, let me get my type of city manager. Let me get my type of city attorney. Why? So I can control them. Mm-hmm. Folks, you're not there to control them. You are there as kind of board members to oversee the operations, to make sure that they're going in the right direction. I'm going to tell you the reason why. They're not there for your amusement. They're not there to be your pawns or whatever the case may be. They're, they, they are there for the city of Deltona and for the betterment of the city of Deltona. And if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't happen, then you guys obviously have to go ahead and then you vote to get rid of them. But this has always been my problem. We do this nonsense and there's a couple of them. I I don't care if it's from Mayor or Jody. I don't care who it is. I just get this sense that there's this there's an agenda always. Shut up. Always an agenda. No and way. And I get sick and tired of the agenda nonsense. Mm. Like, look, I like Glenn, but guess what? When are we going to start talking about what we're going to do about a city manager? That conversation hasn't even come yes, up yet. Yes, it is. We're well, already well, doing the search. We're The search is underway for the city manager. We got that handled. Here's my problem. Oh my this was my vote. This is why I voted the way that I Please did. Please explain, because I'm okay. like, I'm dying at the... T- First of all, <coughs> when this came up, you know... People don't understand, and I don't know if it's business acumen. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But we did this with the city manager when we unceremoniously got rid of John Peters. There was nobody left to steer the ship, and we were going in. And he was the only engineer that we had. Yeah. And we were going into storm season. Yep. Okay. And then we got rid of mm-hmm. Stacy Kiffalo. Mm-hmm. And then Ron Parrott. Well, Ron was leaving, but yeah. you know, Ron left. Yeah. And then, and then, and then. Yeah. And we always do that without a succession plan. Yeah. And you can't do that in business, government, and just, that's why we're so rudderless. And it's why we're so flaccid and weak. Okay. So my thing is this, the last time you and I started, you and I started talking about having qualified attorneys come in before this even came up. You and I talked about this and it was my suggestion to, and I, and, and it's no secret now, mm-hmm. but I'd been romancing Cobb Cole for two years yeah. to, because we needed effective land use attorneys. And I said, what better way than to get them off the market and working for the light side? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that's why I went after them. Yeah. Because, and not only that, they're very progressive. They're a very intellectual firm. Mm. Yeah. They, they are principled in, yes. in what they do. Okay. Yes. Um, Mark's father, uh, Thousand Friends of Florida mm-hmm. was a very eco-conscious man, yep. and Mark has some great ideas on how we improve our city. Yeah, and they are proactive and not reactive. Yes. not cleaning up mess, and they're smart enough to cut out, I believe, half of the billing time that we need by okay. virtue of institutional knowledge yep. when it comes to these things. Now, Marsha is qualified, but uh, Marsha is one <clears throat> person, and I don't believe that that's what the city of Deltona needs because our we need more variety than that. We need a team of attorneys thinking everything from HR to, um, you know, to accessibility, to a land development, to how do we move forward and get a thriving economy going with business, 
uh, development? How do we move forward with, we don't even have an economic advisory person right now, you know? Yeah. So so everything gets shipped off to Team Volusia. And I've met with Team Volusia. I do have an understanding of what we need in the city of mm. Deltona. It's not always popular what I say, apparently, and I don't yeah. play along to get along. <clears throat> now, the reason I have never voted for Marsha's contract, mm-hmm. never have, yeah. until this time, and I've voted no to get rid of her because you don't have a succession plan in place. Okay. Because what you did mm-hmm. is you had this dog and pony show mm-hmm. with respected attorneys and invited them into our city to parade them around like you were trying to make a change and you didn't. Yeah. And they left that meeting feeling probably pretty shitty mm-hmm. and feeling violated. And I would doubt that they would ever want anything else to do with the city of Deltona, even after the constituents said, this is who I want. So can I stop you right there for just sure. one moment? I want to just point something out to you. So yes, I will concede and tell you yes, Dana, and I agree with you. And so I stand corrected, folks, okay? I'm always willing to admit that. But to what you talked about, about this dog and pony show stuff and parading around and using his pawns and this, that, and the other. Folks, people in the city of Deltona, this is just for city of Deltona for right now. Deltona, if you don't think you're going to pay top dollar for any other attorney and or city manager, how you're much sadly this mistaken. Cost- Let me tell how you how much has costed you? You want to know Why? Because every time we do nonsense in this city, somebody's going, I'm going to get the most bang for my buck contract wise, because I could be out with the, with, because of the uncertainty that happens a lot of times with the city, I'm going to ask for top dogs. I might be gone in a year no, and well, I'm not uprooting myself or wasting here, my time to be there. And that's going to cost us more money. Here's the thing too. How much money has this costed you? <sighs> because you said, oh, I need to pick the cheapest person. That's not all. That's uh, not all value. Listen, I used to be in contract with my dad, my but I'm gonna tell you this right now: the cheapest bid is not always the best bid, folks. And I hate no. the way yeah. we procure things sometimes. Yep. A lot of city governments and state governments always do that. Always want to go to the cheapest contract. And I will tell you, and Dana, you know this just as well. You're in contracting with your with your transport business. I'm gonna just tell you this right now: cheapest is not, not always the best. Listen, I'm gonna tell you that right let now. Let me tell you what happened. Let yeah. me tell you what happened. I did that early in my career, yeah, yeah. okay? I needed the cheapest because I needed to impress the customer. Yeah. So I've got a cheap truck. I, yeah. I had negotiated a contract for the lowest per mile yeah. contractor I could get. You know what he did? Mm. Do you know what he did? No. He picked up his load, okay? <laughs> he picked up the load. And then he proceeded to drop the tractor in one place and the trailer in another place while he went out on a crack run, okay? Which costed me, we had to fly parts. Fly parts, you know how much it is to charter an aircraft? $25,000, Wow. Okay? Just from here to Georgia. Yeah. And I had to do that twice because yeah. I chose the cheapest route. And then it cost you even more money afterwards exactly. to fix all up. And so I want yeah. you to take a look. When I suggested and asked that for these submissions, mm-hmm. I understand the value of a dollar. So how much does this cost us? So when I voted not to okay. to uproot Marsha the other night, okay. she has the only institutional knowledge we have here. Now, that is work product belongs to the city of Deltona. But what I'm saying is you have to have a succession plan in place in order to be successful before you do that. Yeah. And I have been talking with the attorneys baby Jesus, can you forgive us for being yeah. idiots? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know where that stands right at this, yeah. at this very moment, but I know that I have, um, I, I know that, I know that I've done what yeah. I can do in good conscience. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Fair enough. Listen, folks, it, it's, it's, uh, 
while many may be out there because uh, two people, this you know, obviously dissented on the vote, and the other four or five voted a certain way. You got to hear right from right from Dana you know, why she voted, uh, n- which normally she would vote the other in the other direction, mm-hmm. but why she voted in favor to keep Marshall for the time being, and that's primarily because and look and, and I'll be the first one to tell everybody. I, everybody knows already. They've heard this before come out of my mouth. I do not like her. I hate. The, I don't know. It sounds you know just complete windbaggish and nonsensory, dude. It's just so stupid. But anyways, my point is is that so you can feel it coming from me. But I respect the fact that she said, hey, look, Eric, I hear everybody, but the problem is this is what we do all the time in the city, and we have no backup plan for it. Exactly. So, okay, fair enough. So, in, in the middle of getting creating that backup yeah. plan, and, and it, prudence and temperance is yeah. what's needed. And here's the thing. It's in fashion to call for the city attorneys. You know, everybody likes bloodletting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would agree that I have a problem with the billing hours and the amount of time that it takes to do some things. I have respect for Marsha after working with her. But I have respect for my constituents who need to understand where their tax dollars are going also. Mm. And there are problems, you know, um, and they and much like getting rid of Jane kind of gave people a, a, a way to breathe. And I believe this is with Marsha also, but I just don't believe it viable without a plan okay. in place. And I, I can see, you know, I can see the mayor doing it. You mm. know what I mean? And, and then uh, he and Jody Lee going back with the gavel or whatever. And that's good political drama theater stuff but it's not it's not a plan that's not how you lead you need to if you're going to fire you need to say you know in in my business and in here and and i am you need to state a problem you need to provide the solution and then you need to implement and and but there was no solution in place to your point i want to be a little critical here i'm gonna be a little critical of the mayor let me be honest also, let me, let me, let me be very candid too, that if you are one year into your job, all right, as mayor, and you don't know that you can second a motion, all right, yes, we all know the mayor has to give over. Are you talking the, about the vice mayor thing, aren't you? Yeah, the whole vice mayor, and even this whole, I think maybe the, maybe the drama, I don't know if the drama played out the same way over here, like, oh, then Jody Lee got the gavel. Here's the, let me, you can, I just can tell second you? a motion. I don't understand where people get this information from. Like, this is basic one-on-one city stuff. So Listen, can I tell you something? What? I was very upset about that for a while for a minute and yeah. i realized i was upset my ego was upset okay. really because Fair here's enough. the thing here's the thing jody needs that title yeah. i don't yeah i don't need it i stand on my own virtues as a commissioner i believe i'm not entitled mm. i'm not i'm not i don't owe anyone anything i'm going to continue to operate for my constituency the same way that i always have yeah. and i and i you know the the, the truth is is that um, I don't see much cooperation with anything that I want to do. Anything that I want to do is going to get voted down anyway. So, so I'm I'm operating at a, a level above the fray, and I don't mean that to sound elitist. I mean that to say that I'm thinking of more important things. I'm thinking about. Where are we getting money for domestic violence shelters? I'm thinking about uh, planning and development. Who is calling that out and keeping an eyeball on that? I'm thinking about how we take care of substance abuse and mental Mm. health. You know, this other stuff will play out the way that our rules tell us that it's going to play out. And I'm so exhausted by political theater. Although, listen, I know I've only been doing this for about, you know, maybe 10, 11, 12 12 years now, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? And I've always paid attention to politics, even when I was younger. But I Mm -hmm. will say this. Yeah. I said very early on, folks, y'all gonna get a cast of characters coming up over here. (laughs) And guess what? And I don't give a shit who says what. Come tell me to my face. It's exactly what everybody got. They got a cast of characters up there. So tough shit if you don't like it. Go home and go cry on your pillow. Yeah. 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 There you go. Hey, listen, you know what I want to talk about real 
quick? What? Because I need to be done. Uh, this is sucky, but I need to be done at 420 today. Got I it. have a reason. I can't tell you, but I need no to be worries. done at 420. I want to talk about Form 6 and all of the people. Listen. I don't have a problem with financial disclosure. Let me look at my public and tell you this. Please do, because make, I'm, a, I'm about to hit you on that listen, one. But anyway, go ahead. I make, <laughs> I make crap. I, listen, my business, I make crap. Mm. I, I pay to be a city commissioner. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Mm. My businesses, I, I'm a blue-collar worker. I don't yeah. make a lot of money. What I find problematic, though, is wanting to know the name of my customers because you're asking me to divulge my book no, of business. Not out. true. Not okay, true. That's ahead. not true at all. So go listen. Ahead. Okay. Let me. I want to straight. I want to straighten something out for everybody. And okay, I know you've been hot about this, and so I wanted to talk to you. But you okay. said this is content, so I said okay. Let me okay, shut up then. All right. All right. So the form six. So everybody, form six is basically a, a financial disclosure form that um, uh, state uh, state uh, representatives, state senators, and county why commissioners they, have they, to follow. Listen, why did they need to change it? Why did they need to make it so restrictive? Be, you want to know why? Because yeah. in this era of everybody wants to be transparent, this is the route that we're going right. And so I always go back and say this: Look, folks, I don't have a, tra- a problem with transparency, mm-hmm. but that will come back to bite you in the ass one day because everybody wants to be transparent. And I got no problem with that, but it, it, it comes to a point. Okay, how far do we go? Because they want everything detailed they don't even want an aggregate listen no they don't want an aggregate on your household goods they want to know what no, you own no, over a thousand dollars no 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 that's no, not true no 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 stop no 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 that's not true let me tell everybody right that now is. so form one is a form is a more simplified form i have to fill out a form one every year because i'm the legislative aide right mm-hmm. to, to a member okay mm-hmm. my district aide does not have to file, file a form one i have to mm-hmm. file a, a form one okay so that's a much more simpler uh, that's a simpler form mm-hmm. The Form 6 adds a little extra to it, but not by a whole lot, because I can Let point out- Let me ask you who's going to pay for my accountant to do that? You don't this. have to do that. That's my whole point, folks. Everybody, so listen, if you left as a city commissioner, good. Goodbye. Go. I don't care. I really don't care. If you're leaving as a mayor, good. Goodbye. I don't care. Go. All right? Two commissioners already left in South Daytona. Good. Goodbye. Go. Get out of here. I don't care. Because when you actually look and research at Form 6, all you have to do, folks, is go to the state uh, Department of uh, Department of or Commission on Ethics, or, or actually just go to the Department of Elections, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go there and you look up who's running a candidate. So back in 22, you can look up all the candidates. I don't care if it's Trace Chamon, my boss, or, or Senator Wright, whatever. You can see what they filled out, and you get to see what their net worth is. Some people have a net worth of $100,000. And their Form 6 is really easy to fill out. Some, like my boss, have an accountant because there's definitely he's done well for himself in life. Mm-hmm. So he's got his accountant that fills out a Form 6. But my district A just filled out his Form 6 and she told me, Eric, it took 15 minutes to do it. And she helped out also a, a, a property appraiser and said, hey, the property appraiser took 15 minutes. The hardest part about the Form 6 is going to be now they want everything done electronically. Well, guess what? Eric also has is going to have to start doing that too for his Form 1, although it's a little easier. And yes, you can do an aggregate. So if you go to some some senators um, thing, right, all you got to do is personal, right? And you can do house, jewelry, cars. And you can say, hey, it's worth $30,000. And that's all you got to do. As far as your business is concerned, no, I'm going to put it because I know I got to detail all my clients. No, you don't. All you have to show, yes, thank you very much. All you have to show is that Dana McCool owns McCool Transport because why? And then all you have to do is show, you may have to show, obviously, what your, you know, what your bank accounts are like or whatever the case may be, how much you have in savings, whatever. My my boss Why? puts it all out there. Why? My boss puts Why? it all out there. Why? Why? 
Because they just want to have an why? idea. They want to have an idea why? what you're worth. Why? Well, the same what reason. Why, the same reason. No, the same reason why there are Congress people who make one hundred seventy-six thousand dollars a year, and then ten years later they they're worth fifty million dollars. They wield a lot of fucking power, and for a nonpartisan fucking there body to be doing this, there are city people who do the same crap. Well, no, there I are city people bullshit. do the same crap. No, I'm sorry. It's all about transparency, and what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's Whatever. it. And That's my dear, and my dear, you right no, but my dear, you're not gonna have to fill that much more. Listen, you know what? Listen, can I tell you something? Look at me. Listen to me. Yeah. You shut the fuck up. Now. I love you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. How many listen. Go ahead. Let when I tell you this. I want to see resting listen. pulse's life first. <laughs> when I tell you this. Yes, ma'am. That it is going to be my goal to embarrass mm. whoever's having to read my form six. That is my goal. Because I am not giving an aggregate. I'm going to give you everything that I own. You can do and that. You, and, right. and when you read the contents of my red room. Mm it's going to make them want to turn the page but i'm going to make you read that down to my, down to the reverse cowgirl machine my toy down, my, yes. to, my my toys were 15 bucks <laughs> No. Oh, I'm sorry. Hers uh, is probably plated in gold. It's worth about two hundred dollars. No, no, no. Sixteen hundred dollars. You're gonna ask, what do you, I have that is over sixteen hundred? And I probably know what it is, but my dear, I'm just telling you, uh, but you no, don't have to gonna, detail it. Yes, I do. No, too. well, you just, you're that's your get choice. My business, you're gonna have to read my damn business. Oh my god, you yes, don't definitely. have to do that. That's yeah, my oh, point. Yes, I do. And I oh, talked to yes, other people already and told them, hey, Listen, you don't have to do that. No, whatever. No, you want to be nosy, you're gonna get it. You ask for the bull, you're gonna get the horns. Hoo ya. Let's move on. Next. Sixteen hundred dollars for a toy. <laughs> that shit better be made. Hey, out can I tell you something? Platinum. That's only the third expensive one too. That's not the most expensive. Oh You'll God. have to read it when it comes out. My dear Will Platinum this be McCool. Public record. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, OG. Yes, It'll it be is. there for your for your viewing enjoyment. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is public record. Of course, he's a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I love you, Miss McCool. It has been so cool. Listen, I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Tell me something else. We're going to go to <laughs> this whole year. Has been, it's been one heck it's of a ride. It's been great, hasn't yeah, it? It has been. There have been days when we just had the opportunity to let go on this show. It has been cathartic. And you walk out, don't you walk out feeling so much better? It has better? been cathartic in many ways. And yeah. there have been like when my, my meltdown that happened about the idiot RPUF chairs, <laughs> right? You know, it has been, I just, it's been there. There been days where it's been cathartic. Let me ask you something. And OG, thank you so very much <laughs> because even OG has, you know, he's always been there to make me laugh because I got something wrong on the whole. 50 steps of like AA when it's only supposed to like 12 steps I'm like and he called me out on it right away he's Eric's not 50 steps it's 12 steps <laughs> it's Eric's mad oh hey I want to know uh, let me ask you something mm. how's Ronnie feeling right now Listen, man. The gov listen. The gov's got challenges, man. I, listen, I'm not. Everybody knows I'm a supporter of the governor. That said, I will tell you, campaign. Well, let's just be honest, campaign wise. Yeah. He has challenges, and there's been a number of missteps that have happened along the way. That, man, it, it, I. It's not even me. Monday morning quarterback. And if I had, if it been, if I had the say in it, I'm like, why did you? Why did who advised him to do this? Like this was so bad. And or, or just like, why you're so off the mark on this one, you know, just on the, on the whole campaign thing. And I just I can't believe that Haley is able to screw up civil rights and still be ahead of Ronnie. Oh, my God. I yeah. mean, you know, he's he, I, you know what he needs to do. Yeah. Let me tell you how he can fix it. Yeah. He needs to add a little more lift to his boots. That's all I'm going to say. Ronnie, you'd fix a lot. Just add some lift have, to your boots. I have nothing to say. I just, <laughs> I've seen all the memes. I've seen all the videos. I know the, the, the walk seems a little hey, peculiar. Hey. I just, you know, yeah, yeah. 
I, you know, the, he's the, got MDA gum. The problem, jaw. yeah. The problem, the problem that I think all the candidates run into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who don't like Vivek. I like Vivek a lot. Um, I think he, I think he's out there doing his thing, and and yeah. I think he is in a kind of a, his own way, but kind of Trumpian. He's just throwing the stuff out there. And I, I think if people don't pay attention enough to what he's saying. I think there's a lot of truth to what he's saying, a lot of different issues. The problem is it just seems so fantastic, but mm-hmm. I will go back and say, well, there was also the JFK assassination. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is that You're obviously- You're a little bit of conspiracy theorist. No, I, no. A little bit. A little bit on it. I have Sit my, here wrongness. I have my suspicions that okay. anybody, anybody in this country- should always have a little bit of healthy suspicion and skepticism about their government. Uh, can I tell it's you something? Who we are. Can I tell you something? Yeah, yeah. Up until I was a commissioner, I didn't. But now I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, God, I was, was so Dana. To that point, there are things you probably know now as a commissioner. Kind of going, huh? Oh, oh. Yeah. like you know. Yeah. No. I, so I, I'll throw this out. I'm gonna throw this out there, right? Okay, go for it. So. A lot of people don't realize that I really don't give a damn. What a lot of people don't realize is that I have complained a little bit in the past about the former city manager, Ms. Shang, mm-hmm. right? And what I'll tell you is there were a lot of people saying that she was being controlled and she was a puppet and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And folks, I'm, and so everybody's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, eh, something don't smell right. And then I find out after the fact, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, it was definitely, there was a lot there going on. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I always go into this, Dana. I'm just trying to tell you that there is a health little bit of skepticism I think we should all have mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to do in order to question our government and then if they come back and give you a, a, a plausible or good enough answer for it explain that I'm okay with that but when I feel like I'm getting like the, the you know the come full circle type of answer then I know Let that me ask you something. Yeah, there's something wrong there who's controlling me what who's controlling me oh god not even get it right not even not even your dear husband <laughs> <laughs> He gave up 20 years ago doing uh, that. Right? I think nobody controls Dana but Dana McCool. I, I will say the only people I think that the may- The voters control me. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say that. I think the only people that have any real major influence besides the voters, I was going to go family-wise, probably your 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 son and, and uh, your, your grandkids and your daughter-in-law. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, so. my, let me tell you something. My family mm-hmm. is everything to me. Yeah. My family is everything to me. And I told them that if this got to me and I- and my health was questionable, I would step down, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. um, to be with my family. But, you know, I think that uh, the fight is what keeps me alive. No, no, I, no, you know listen. what I mean? I do. I think yeah. that being purpose-driven, uh, and right now this is where I'm supposed to be. I haven't declared if I'm going to run again yeah. in 2024 yet. Okay. You know, um, I, I might be I might be doing something else in oh, 2024. All right, all right. Good for you. Good you hear me, you. Sharon? Uh, just saying. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Good for you. I'll just say this. Uh, Will you help manage my campaign if I run for for state rep? <laughs> you remember what Mike? You remember what Mike? Mike Scudero's answer was last time he was here. That's what if I register as a Republican? Uh, you can't even do it then because you can't go. You can't go against well, your first own. Well, first of all, yeah, man. I look. He, listen, I'm you just, know, you mate, know we deal. don't talk. Listen, you know what the first rule of the Fight Club is? Mm-hmm. You don't talk about Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. I'll just say this. I think the governor and some of the candidates have challenges. So if you want to go national for just a moment, I'll say this. The minute former President Trump stepped in, mm-hmm. it, it was pro- it was going to be problematic. I'm not saying it's, uh, it's not doable, but it was always going to be problematic because his base has always been that solid around him. And then every time they level charges at him and he beats the charges, not because he's some sort of Teflon Don, like, you know, uh, like, like John Gotti. But the reality is, is that they were finding out little by little in many ways. There may be a little something there, but the problem is, is that the elites are taking it three, four, five, six, step, uh, you know, six steps um, further. And now it becomes very sensational. And then that's where they lose their cases yep. um, because they're, they're going way above and beyond because there's so much hate hatred there they're trying to find 
every little thing. And then when you find out, like like it's been reported, right? The whole the, the whole you know uh, Russia collusion stuff that was all BS, and that was predominantly done by the Clintons. And so we find this stuff after the fact, and we're going, oh my god. And so it just proves everybody right, or at least it makes him look more right than wrong. I'm just throwing out there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You know? Hey, yeah. not my words. A liberal reporter who checked out all the Twitter files and said, yeah, the Trump collusion, I mean, the, the, the Russian Listen, collusion. Listen, can I tell you something? BS. There's a sound bite to meet everyone's needs, and I'm just going to leave it at that. No, that, that, that is true, why, too. No, I know. You're is. right. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. We can go find an argument for everything. Listen, I want to finish up because we've got to finish at 420. So yeah, I yeah. want you to finish up. I want to hear one resolution for 2024 that you have, Eric Raimondo. Mm. One resolution. Uh, this surrounds my family, and I think it's just basically trying to be, as much as I possibly can, a much more patient individual. I know some people think that I have some patience, but I really don't. Who thinks that? Well, there are probably some people, because I, because I try to come off nice, and not try, but I come off nice and whatever. And I do have a certain level of patience on certain things, but I will, you know, my goal is to try to be a little more patient. Everybody knows how much I love my wife. I love her dearly. Um, and, but I'm not always you the most patient. Up. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely did. <laughs> and I'm not always the most patient person. And even my kids will tell me a lot of times. And so my goal is to figure out as I, as I'm getting older is how do I become a more patient person and try to be a little more understanding. Yep. I have my lines, which I will never cross right on certain issues. Right. Um, but I, I'm never above trying to be a little bit more understanding. I may disagree with you vehemently, but I but I will try to understand your position um, just from a, from a human perspective. And so I'm going to be trying to be a little more patient. What okay. is yours? Uh, mine is to be kinder and to use critical thinking more than judgment because okay. I spoke about that. I did a manif- I do a manifesto every year mm-hmm. at the end of the year, talking about where I went wrong in that year and what I hope to do for the following year. And this year it was about um, not being so judgmental because being judgmental doesn't require critical thinking skills. It only, it only demands devotion to your own agenda. That's, that's what judgment does. And, you know, contempt prior to investigation runs rampant, especially (laughs) in politics. And, um, this year has I've had health challenges, um, but I have soldiered on and I believe that I'm strong enough to withstand the political winds. Um, I enjoy what I do as Good. a commissioner. Um, mm. I, I live, sleep, and eat because I've always been a, I've always been a big supporter of the underdog. Yep. I hate bullying. I hate um, corporate dishonesty. Yep. Um, I believe that it hurts us all. I believe that it hurts morale. It hurts business. I it's 100% all, agree. It's all, you know, I'm very convicted by social issues. So with that being said, I am going to finish out the show. And I'm going to give you a guess on something, you, you and OG. And I want to read some of the most profound words that somebody ever wrote about going into the new year. Okay. And this person is one of my gods. Okay. You know what I mean? Got like it. one of my idols. Yep. So I'm going to read it and I'm going to ask you if you've heard it before, if it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. This year, I will be more thoughtful of my fellow man, exert more effort in each of my endeavors, professionally as well as personally, take love wherever I find it, and offer it to everyone who will take it. In this coming year, I will seek knowledge from those wiser than me and try to teach those who wish to learn from me. I love being alive and will be the best man I possibly can. Mm. I do not know. Sound familiar? It does, but I don't know why. That was written in... Wednesday, January the 1st, 1969 by Dwayne Allman. And who's Dwayne? Dwayne Allman. Allman Allman Brothers? 
I'm leaving this fucking room right now. I mean, I know the Almond. I know who the Almond Brothers are. Is that who it is? Yeah. Dwayne Allman that died. Yeah, I mean, they okay. they in, all ended up dying, but Dwayne uh-huh. Allman was tragically killed in okay. a motorcycle accident. He was uh, probably the top five guitarist that ever lived, best okay. guitarist that ever lived. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but okay, that's fine. No. <laughs> See, this is a contempt part of investigation. You don't even know who the fuck he is, and you're saying he's not the best. Well, because Who's the post- best fucking guitarist? Uh, there's a guy from Metallica. Um, there's What's Jimmy his Hendrix. name? What's his name? Oh, my kids are going to come in for it. I, I James know Hatfield? This. Is that who yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. You need to go back and study. Sit in your fucking wrongness Jimmy, right now. Jimmy Hendrix. Stay in your wrongness. <laughs> Just stay in your wrongness, Eric. I think Eric Clapton's a great guitarist. You have to, you have to stop. <laughs> Better to keep your mouth closed and be thought an idiot I mean, than to open I it was... and be proven right. <laughs> All right, do all you right, really listen. want to do this guitar I battle for, with I, me? Listen, I forgot about the yes, uh, yes. And so when he said, I, there was, I, I didn't want to sound. I didn't want to sound ridiculous. That's what Republicans speak for. Yeah, I didn't want to sound. I didn't want to say ridiculous when he said when he said, "Oh, the almond brothers." Like, oh, I, yeah, you're right. You know what? You're right. And so I know the I know who hey, the almond I brothers are. Just, just yeah. stop. <laughs> just stop. Just tell everybody to have a happy new year. Uh, I also oh can I can I can I put an addendum to my can I put an addendum? Can I put an addendum to my being better? Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little nicer and just make sure I don't get stricken by God as much this year. So okay, because I feel great. like I I feel like he, there's been times he's probably wanted to punish me for something and maybe he has in some way and I just don't know it yet. But it hasn't been done yet. Yeah, but yeah. he has. He's already God. I God. I am so so sorry and I did repent. I apologize. So oh anyways, <laughs> all right. Listen. So far here, last yes. we're gonna spend the last minute. I count the quarters. This is, and I haven't counted them all, but okay. we're ending up 20, 40, 60, 70, Fifty-five, sixty, sixty-five, seventy, seventy-five. We're going to be two hundred dollars here. Two hundred dollars about going to Deltona Strong. We'll give you the oh. final tally. So can I get yes. the can I get the screaming thing again, OG? Please. Corky's a fucking oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to Deltona yeah. Strong. Most importantly, listen as we close out. We hope that you have a wonderful, safe, happy New Year's. We want to thank you here sincerely from the bottom of our heart here at the Smoking yes. Truth. We want to thank Mike and Mike Productions, Cigar Hustler, everybody, especially you, our listeners, that have helped improve us to make us better. Give us a platform where we can be serious at times, compassionate, where we can be absolutely irreverent at times, and you understand and listen to us. We'd like to send out a sincere thank you for continuing to join us. Eric, close us out, brother. Well, you know, if it's important to us, well, if it's important to you, I'm sorry. God, you, so, you do so much, I, I forget. Because I'm so used to saying it's important to us. <laughs> All right, back up, back up, back up, back up. OG, let's see if we can get an edit on that one. No, nah, we're not editing. All right. Everyone, Happy New Year. And always remember, please, from the smoking truth, if it's important to you. It's important to us. Thank you. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. 
These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.